0: The Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold. It's nine after uh, eight o'clock. Well, FINA have made the decision to ensure fairness for women in sport and Save Women's uh, Sports spokesperson, Ro Edge, joins us this morning. Morning, Ro.
1: Good morning. How are you?
0: Look, very, very well, thank you. And uh, first off, let's talk about what you've done. This has been quite a journey, really, to uh, adopt this new policy on gender inclusion, hasn't it?
1: It has indeed. Actually, I have to give the credit to Dr. David Gerard, who's an um, ex-Olympian and chef de mission for New Zealand. Mm. He is the one that initiated this with FINA and has been driving it all the way through. So we just think he is such a hero. We have so much to be thankful for with him.
0: How how hard was it to get to where you've got to today? Sorry, you just cut out there for a moment. Oh, sorry. How hard was it to get to the stage where you are now with the with the oh. with the FINAs?
1: Oh, look, it's been incredibly frustrating. It's, you know, we're told to follow the science and so many different issues. But for some reason on this issue, it's been follow the feelings, ignore the science. So, you know, to have a sport to come out and actually verify what we all knew was just common sense, scientific evidence. And, you know, say we've got to do the right thing has just been wonderful. But, you know, World Rugby did this nearly two years ago. The mistake World Rugby made was they didn't make it obligatory for all of their national unions to follow suit. So what happened in New Zealand is um, the New Zealand Rugby Union decided to develop their own policy. And alongside Sport New Zealand have since been developing um, guiding principles for transgender participation, which are now in their third round of consultation. But they completely ignore the female voice. They They focus totally on feelings, ignore all scientific evidence. In fact, they say the science is unsettled. You know, when you have 13 and 14-year-old boys beating women's world records, the science is not unsettled. It's actually really, really clear.
0: And it was never about denying transgender athletes at all the opportunity to participate, was it?
1: No, no, we think everyone should have the opportunity to participate Mm. in sport. You know, the mental and physical health benefits that you get from sport are just massive. So now we want everyone to be able to participate, but it needs to be in the category of their biological sex, or as FINA are proposing to do, look at creating an open category where everyone's welcome.
0: Yeah, that would probably be the best argument, wouldn't it? If you had an open category, and then whoever wants to enter that category could.
1: Yeah, because a lot of um, a lot of time with this argument, the you know trans men who are women who have transitioned to men are left out of it completely. Because they can't compete if they're taking testosterone, they can't compete in the female division anymore because that's called doping. Quite ironically, but they also probably aren't strong enough and you know and a good enough athlete to be able to compete competitively in the male division either. So you know, for them, for trans women and also for um, non-binary people, an open category makes perfect sense.
0: So, Ro, how has it gone down with the transgender community?
1: Oh, look, I'm sure they've been very disappointed they've um they've fought tirelessly for their rights on this and their voices have been heard all the way through so you know it's just it's just refreshing to have a sport listen to female voices and act on that and i really hope sport new zealand really consider their current guidelines and you know common sense prevails
0: you've still got uh, what is it a final round of consultations to come haven't you
1: we have. So at the moment, Sport New Zealand, we, we've sort of pressured them to um, um, to now consult with all national unions, all national sports associations as well. But when you look at the consultation document, they're not really con- consulting on the draft principles themselves, but more on how the sports can incorporate those draft principles into their own policies. So it doesn't really feel like a real round of consultation to us. It feels more like a box ticking exercise. But we really want everyone to be able to give their feedback. We think female athletes, officials and volunteers should all have the opportunity to provide feedback because they're the ones that are going to deal with the ramifications of these guidelines.
0: I think, as you've said in the in the document, there's a place in sport for everyone and just the main thing is fairness, isn't
1: it? Yeah, it is. You want meaningful competition. No one wants to participate in a competition where... The outcome is already known. And, you know, we saw that with downhill mountain biking when Kate Weatherly changed over from competing in the male division to the female division. She went from being an average male athlete to the winning female. And when it came to nationals, only five females turned up to compete in that competition. So it's really, really important. Yeah, you know, we we have spent so many millions and millions of dollars over the years to increase female participation in sport. You want to decrease it? This is a really good way to do it by, you know, allowing male bodies into the female sport and into their changing rooms. It's yeah, it's just we've we've got to rethink this.
0: Absolutely. Hey, Ro, thank you for uh, well. Some of the explanations there, and well done on your work. Well done. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thanks for your time.